We're going to pick up in the middle of the Aruch Shulchan in Sif Yud, where he starts is where he says, "Vitam ikra takona, who mishum dein koisvim prusbal ella aloyve sheyesh loykarka." He adds another whole element over here, again based on the sugi gitten daflamid vov going into daflamid zayin, where the Gemara says that the ikra takona of prus wasn't. I'm giving Bezin the right to collect my chayvus. Who, what, when, where? So Chazal qualified that. Most times, when a person is going to collect a choiv, he's collecting a choiv based on the person's assets. That means, what is he collecting from? If somebody borrows money, it's because he doesn't have spare cash. So he borrowed money. So now, when you're collecting, when you're going to force him to pay, how are you pressing your claim in Bezdin? Generally, the, the first place to go is to his assets. There's a lien on all a person's property. That's called shibudim. A person's nechosim amishubit to pay his choivos. That being said, the Iker's vehicle of a prusbal was to make that a loiva that has karka. Or somebody will get karka from somebody else. We'll see more about that further. Since he does have something he has property to be goiva from, Chazal look at karkem and metalkalin not only in terms of practicality. Metalkalin is easy enough to hide. If I own a bicycle, I could park it in somebody else's garage and you won't find it. Karka, there's a lien on a property. It's listed. It's deeded. I could be going. It's more than that. Karka is such that the ability to collect from it is considered something that's biyodoy. When when a loiva has metalkalin, being that it could be spirited away, it could be sold easily, it could be gotten rid of, it could disappear. So that's not called that the malva has a koyach gvir beyond. It's called he has potential. He could have the best and force him to pay with his metalkalin. But the malva doesn't really have a koyach gvir existing on something in front of us. That being said, the Iker of the Prusbal was to give over the ability to collect to Bezdin. That's where the Loiva has Karka. The Karka Kugovidomi. Biyad Bezdin. The Bezdin, being that uh, you know, they have the legal power to just go into somebody's property, but most of that power on a practical level only works by Karka. For Loi Malva. Giving over the, the rationale behind giving over the chayv to Bezdin, the reason why it works, is because Bezdin is the legal system in town, or it's supposed to be at least, and Bezdin has the same way the municipality, Lahavdul, has the ability to uh, to go into a person's property. Bezdin has recourse to be able to be goyved from a person's karka. The Malva himself doesn't have that says, He can't go take away somebody else's property by will. On which there's karka, security, to cover that choiv, it's a done deal. The malva is not the one who's collecting. Again, later on the malva is going to collect. Prusbal says that the malva later on is going to collect kilo only on behalf of Bezdin. And for Bezdin themselves, it's Kigovri. It's not a, uh, it's not, it's not something that they have to collect. They already have the Karka by them. The Gemara actually brings up a Tzad, 
that a milva bishtar, being that it's like we use the lashon kigovri domi, even without writing a principle, even without being moisid the shtarais of lebezdin, would not be mishtamid because it's, it, the terminology of leigois means don't press a claim bezdin. You don't have to press a claim; it's right here. Mashaikain bezdin doesn't have to press a claim, so bezdin's not even leigois. And the mal is not even like this. That that's the way the principle works. Ulafiza says the Rashovanil and he is died the Tam Nochin Amashalinogu Baham Mikoimois, Gambe May Shot Mikoidim Bishmitzik Sov. Why for hundreds of years there weren't no Shmitzikov? But Lechoshu Lichtov Prusbul. And they didn't write a Prusbul? Dehini. Shmitzikov is Manazem de Rabbonon, Kadesh Letishtakh Tereshwis. We've seen that Shmitzikov is Midirabonon in order that there should always be a zeichet to shmitzis ksavim. Zel milsa the pshita the rabbanon lebo al pita kanosim. Chazal never instituted a takana shetis aker dova medivrei teirah chesvushom. Chazal never took away a din teirah. In fact, Chazal is coming to be mechazik dinei teirah, not to take away. Rak b'shmitis ksavim gufa mitnei shehefker bez nehefker kemavu begemar. Financially, financial dinim. The the Chazal have broad leeway to rewire, redistrict, so to speak, nechosim assets in order to provide for chizuk However, in aliyadezetisaker will become completely null and void mitzvah mei mitzvahs, but vade loytik nor abanon. Chazal never would have made an institution. The Avsham Chazal Yesh Pam Lakayich Biyan Chachamim Lakor Divrei Teru B'Shem Al Taisa. Chazal do have. They tell us not to pick up a lulav to blow Shev on the first day of Shana, even though it's Midaraisa. It's a mitzvah Midaraisa. Chazal says Shev Al Taisa. That they could say. They could say don't do. Come on, Tiyashayf until it's lulav B'Shabbos. Zel Mipnei Chshoshas Iser Deraisa. That's not. They weren't mevatel a mitzvah. They shored up the suffix, the chshash, shaloy avoyu letaltal dalams v'shusarabim kibavur b'shat. Al b'kagoyin zeh shaloy tiknu rak lezeicha ba'alma, where they only instituted something lezeicha ba'alma pshita im yisaka, yideze dovim yidivrei teru, but lua letakanta. They never would have instituted where something is a bitl of a takana. Ulechein hilal azokin, ubezin kishirosh and nimnus melhalvois, we just explained that the idea behind the principle is to turn it into a choiv that's beyond Bezdin. Bezdin, the controlling power, the authority in town, has recourse to all the real estate that's owned by Lovim. In which case, we look at every choiv beyond Bezdin as something that doesn't need an egis, and they're not even like you guys. So they made this takana, kadesh yikagovik mojnes ba'av. V'chol zeh, this whole rationale, hoyatoyv bizman sheyad dayoni tisrol hoysat kifa, when the botidinim in towns and cities across where Klal Yisrael lived had the power, they were the authority in town. So every choyv is kagovik. V'afilu bizman agedmoro al hoyadain roishagoylo. Even after Klal Yisrael went into Golus. Wherever Klai Yisrael lived, they had sweeping and broad powers. There was in Bovel, there was a Reish Galusa, there were Dayonim Ismanimim and Vahilam Kaircham They had official legal sanction, Ligvois, to collect Lahanishes Hamasarav Negdam to punish. Uh, to punish whoever they felt deserving. Alvay Banisenu, a rabbin. Uh, 
It's hundreds of years. How much power does Bezdin have this man Two people, if they're willing, could go to Bezdin. And if they're willing to which Bezdin they finally go to. And what's going to happen if they flaunt Bezdin's authority? Who's going to stop them? So if Bezdin has an arbitration agreement, they can, you can take it to court. If you have a lawyer, okay. But does a Bezdin have power that Choyvus, that if you're are considered Kigovui? In Cain, it comes out, Mimela, in the situation that we're and this is already hundreds of years like this, ain't toyelis There's no point. Since they don't have power to collect them. But that's the only way to look at it is that the Malva himself is collecting. Bezin doesn't have power. The Malva, at least, has the court system behind him. So you can say the Malva, if he has proper documentation, could collect the Choyv. He's going to be even a lav deraisa. So it could very well be that for hundreds of years they didn't write a principle because they felt the principle is a non-entity. There's no point. It doesn't work. Here's another point. We explained that what creates this Kigofuidomi uh, is the authority of Bezden plus the fact that generally people have assets. Being that they have assets, real estate, so those Choyvis are considered Kigofuid. When a person has real estate and you can put a lien on his property, the, the job is half done because you have where to go to collect the choyv. You don't have to go, and you do, I mean, you do have to press the claim in Bezdin, but it's the, the kigovui makes much less of a nigiso. Alternatively, even when Times of the second base of English, even after that, he didn't live in Bovel or in other places near it. Generally, wherever Jews live, they own the real estate. He's talking over here when Kleiso went into Golis in Europe. We were pushed from one uh, ghetto to another and one Golis to another and one persecuted second-class citizen dick estate in one place, one, one century in Germany, one century in France, one century in Italy, and then Russia and Lita. In Lono Kakois, generally, we didn't live for hundreds of years. The remembers writing this in the late 1800s. For hundreds and hundreds of years in the Pale of Settlement in Russia, in Germany, in the serf uh, system, then the feudal system of medieval times, most Jews were not landowners. Jews were able to be mafarnas themselves because they had a lot of movable property. They lent money, they bought money, they dealt in jewelry, they dealt in second-hand things. These were all Jewish businesses because of the lack of an alternative. But owning land, the houses were rented from the, from the local count, the local duke, the local pirates, if you, if you remember all the old stories. Oi, bazoi. Ein amalichtev if today we'd be proposing that maybe there were doyrois where they looked at a principle, it won't work. In which case, nobody's going to lend money. In which case, the system doesn't work. In which case, the vade lo ichshu dori yosim idori shehul azok lefide fize. 
Clearly, Chazal would never have instituted a Zeichef, a Shemitah's Ksafim, the Rabbanon, in, in medieval times. So the Rosh is proposing, it's a radical proposition, that there was actually no, not that they didn't write a prose, well, there's no din of Shemitah's Ksafim. These are all radical theories, and we call Mokim Hayore as Dvar Hashem Yasaprosmo. People write today. Today, of course, Baruch Hashem, most of us own our houses. Real estate, Jews own real estate, right? Some say most of the real estate in the civilized world is owned by Jews. So that's for sure that that taina is not a taina as far as the authority of Bezin is concerned or lack thereof. That certainly is a taina even Bezman Hazer. The Rahashulchan is doing this as a proposition. Of course, today one has to write a principle. There's no, uh, there's no out. Now, this whole discussion would seem to indicate that this requirement of Karka and Bezna having proper authority, like we just read by Rifus, these are all very real things, and if uh, practically it does, it's, it, it's not there, you can't write a prose book. Let's read the next Sif of the Archashogun, Sif Yudalev, and we'll see that based on Dinim that are in the Gemara, it doesn't seem to be that this requirement of Karka is such a stringent, you have to have a piece of real estate to be able to collect from. The way we just read in Arach HaShulchan in medieval times, he seems to say that there will be a tzad, that this is a very real requirement. But look, the Arach HaShulchan brings dinner for the Gemara, you don't need the amount of karka that you need for the choyv. The choyv of a million dollars. He rationalizes, he says, um, which means that there's such a, a range of prices of a piece of karka that if somebody has uh, a, a storage room, he owns a storage room that's 10 by 10 feet, so you could collect a choyv of a million dollars, it's considered govui, because who's to say the storage room is only worth uh, $20,000? Maybe, theoretically, somebody could price it at a million, which sounds a little bit far-fetched. Listen to the next piece. Even if the only character he owns is a flower pot, he owns a flower pot. He has a house. He has a house plant, and the bottom of the house plant is perforated. The bottom of the container, where there's a certain amount of nutrients in the ear. This is a halacha in shmita that if you have a house plant, it's not in the ground. You're not even on shmita by watering it, pruning it, and so on. And the Gemara says, no, the Gemara says, that means it's a plant, it has its own soil, it's not attached to the ground, but there's holes on the bottom that through the ear, nutrients do, do travel from the ground up to a, uh, through those perforated into the soil that's in the thing. That's considered a shtikarka. If the bottom would be completely airtight plastic, then nothing goes through. If it's made of earthenware, even if it's completely... Uh, closed, even if it's not porous, it also goes through. The more discusses earthenware, if it's made out of wood, and so on. That's a discussion, Lagabi, where you're allowed, which type of plants you're allowed to water or prune, uh, and so on. What's considered the produce of Eretz Yisrael? Here he's talking Lagabi Karka. Lagabi, the idea do you own a piece of Karka? The guy says, No, I don't own a Karka. I'm in a rental apartment. I don't own anything. Yeah, you do. You have a house plant in your house, and it's getting a certain amount of nutrients from the ground, a minuscule amount of nutrients. Oh, your own karka. Sounds a little bit far-fetched. 
to say that you could collect a million dollars kagovi. So this aloha would seem to indicate that this whole requirement of karka is symbolic in nature. It's not real. Even though the stick, the sticks that hold it, even though it's on a, uh, it's on some type of stand, it's not mamish attached to the ground. Then he says something even further, which the Gemara says, even if the loyve himself doesn't have karka, so the malva doesn't have a way to collect from, the loyve has somebody else who owes him money that he has karka, gam kidmoil. This is called Shibud which means basically that if A owes B money and B owes C money, so Halacha looks at that that A owes C money. So if I owe somebody $1,000, I don't have a stitch of kaka, I'm homeless, I'm sleeping on a bench. But there's somebody else there, the reason why I'm sleeping on a bench is because the Wachavis said I couldn't pay, the, the, somebody owes me money and he hasn't paid. The reason why I'm sleeping on a bench is because he owes me money. I defaulted on my mortgage in today's funny world because there's some my tenant had a hold on his... Uh, you, I couldn't put an eviction notice. They were able to evict me, the landlord, they weren't, I wasn't able to evict my tenant. So he owes me money. I owe somebody else money. I also have karka because I have the karka that he owns me. Or even if it's not the loyve himself, but it's the one who's responsible, the co-signer. The same idea. If the malva himself wants to collect his chayv, he wants to write a principle, symbolically what he could do is he could be makne to the loyve, a, a stitch of his karka. How can I give over a malva? I'm coming in front of a bezin. I'm declaring Masrani Lachem Symbolically, I'm giving over to the loyve a piece of karka in order that his choyves are considered choyves with a place to be goyve that I should be able to collect. Like we explained the whole rationale. I can do that even if he's not here. How did I give him the karka? Anan Sahadi says, Atam Danan Sahadi Nikhalei Lahaloyve Biskias Hakarka we understand that people want prusbal is something positive society it means that people then have sources of funding and everybody wants it as collective if you'd ask each person maybe he wouldn't know what he's talking about but collectively it's good for everybody both the lenders and the borrowers that was the Iker reason this is all symbolic Hill Azokin understood that there's going to be a breakdown in Financing in Yidin sticking their necks out for each other. So, in order to make sure they made a symbolic act of giving over in the Kaka, all, all these details are symbolic. You certainly can't do it if he's here. The Malva comes to Bezdin and the Loiva is standing here screaming, don't, I, don't, I don't want a piece of cock in order that he can collect from me that he can give a principal because I don't want to owe him the million dollars. You certainly can't give it to Balkoch. Or what happens if the Loiva has a field which has a lien on it which was taken by a bank connected another Choyv? We can write a principal against that field. Listen to this. Even if he didn't even own a piece of karka, 
but he's living in an apartment and he has a rental. That's also enough. Do you know anybody who doesn't have a piece of character, even if it's borrowed, rented? He has room in my garage to store something. That's called he has character. He's renting a dirilla, he's renting a small apartment, a, a studio apartment. That's called he has character. Same idea. A husband, his wife's assets. You sign him for their uh, for their trustees. He Again, this is all symbolic in nature. In order to make like we explained. So in Sif Yud, it's interesting. In Sif Yud, is, is taking this requirement of Kigovui Kaka very seriously to the point where he's explaining that Bismanaz, that's not going to work. There's nobody who doesn't have Karka in the context of Sif Yud Aleph. There's nobody, even in medieval times, they lived someplace because they, uh, they paid taxes to the local duke, the local count. They had some type of schus in that Karka. That's also considered Karka. So Sif Yud, he's giving a rationalization, and actually the Gemara, with all the dinim that are described in Sif Yud Aleph, would seem to favor that opinion. The Kakois, you don't need real Kakois. You just need some type of symbolic karka that should be Kigovoi. And because of that, they will make them every which way, because Shemitah's Ksofim, like we explained, is the Rabbonah.